Howdy, Dis After Dark listeners. Toy Story Land is opening up at Hollywood Studios on June 30th. Book now for some great summer deals and to see what's new. Take a ride on the Slinky Dog Dash coaster, ride the alien swirling saucers with the kiddos, enjoy a new third track on Toy Story Mania, and grab a bite to eat at Woody's Lunchbox. Remember, if you book with me, I'll take care of your dining reservations, fast passes, and create a personalized itinerary just for you and your family. Mention this ad to get $25 off your deposit. Reduce stress by letting me do the planning for you. I make the plans, you make the memories. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com and on social media at WPMagicJourneys. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Hello and welcome to another edition of Diz After Dark. I am Nick and I'm joined by the wonderful, beautiful, Mr. Paul Dolan. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm so predictable. Or maybe it was just wishful thinking, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, We are joined by the Oracle himself. That is going to be, I call you that offline. That's going to be your your new moniker here as well. P-dubs, P-dubs, Paul Washington. Hello. And, of course, we are joined by everybody's favourite Liverpudlian, yes. Amanda. Hi. I mean, I, I've got to say that because Craig's not here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll listen to this when it goes out and he will he will kick off, but that's fine. I'm, I'm used <laughs> to his tensions by now. I can take him. <laughs> he, he, he did say that, actually, when he, when he met you. He's not going to mess with you in future now that he's actually <laughs> met you. Um, right, so before we, we kick off, as we normally do, a bit of housekeeping. Uh, very unlike us, but a bit of housekeeping. So, uh, firstly... Um, to those of you who listen to the other shows on the network, thank you very much. Um, Paul and myself released another episode of Discover DLP at the weekend, and we actually cracked the top 10 UK travel podcasts. Yeah. And I'm putting it down to the, you know, the, the listeners that we have across the network. So uh, thank you if you're one of those people. And if you're not, 
go and listen to it. It's a cracking episode. We talk about uh, a beloved former Disneyland Paris attraction. Um, and, and I thought it was a really good episode. So uh, if you haven't listened before, that's a good one to start off with. Um, also, uh, for those that don't know on, on the network, we've got uh, two kind of newish shows. Uh, Morlando, which uh, Craig and Luke are recording at the moment, doing their Christmas special. So I'm plugging it early, but that will be coming out at the beginning of December. So if you haven't listened to Morlando, um, it's it's those two guys talking about what's going on around Orlando, a little bit of theme park news, a little bit of local news. Uh, and it's just two blokes just kind of own a bit of a riff and it's uh, a, a nice way to spend an hour listening to a podcast. So you haven't checked it out, do that. Uh, and also P-dubs, it's not, it's exactly new, but it's a rebrand of an no. existing show. Yeah. We've rebranded what was strike. Um, we decided to move away from just being Marvel. It was kind of tying us down to what we could do. So we've, we've relaunched as a, as a comic book universe podcast now. So, so talking about Marvel still DC we're we're including the likes of walking dead in there, um, preacher and stuff like that on the, on the first episode. So we've rebranded, rebranded. We're now Biff pal bam. So taking our riff off the, the sixties Batman, which, you know, I think if you're going to rip off a Batman, that's the best one to do it, isn't it? Yeah, certainly my holy shmoly, holy uh, bat repellent. Um, yeah. it just just while we're talking about that, are, are we going to go into Archie, or is that is that too left field? Well, if if someone wants to bring it up, then by all means they can. We're not we're not limiting anything. We're in fact we're we're recording our December episodes at the weekend, um, and we're going to be talking about uh, comic book video games. Oh, superb. I cannot wait to listen to that. I love, I used to uh, play a lot of those when I was younger. So um, I still play them now, but you know, it's always been a bit, a big thing. So uh, yeah, that sounds cracking. So uh, listen to those shows as well. Um, also, uh, it's been mentioned a few times uh, within, amongst ourselves that we're actually coming up to our 200th episode. Now, the big spoiler here is we've actually gone, we've actually done more than 200 episodes. It's just that some of them have been lost on a feed and I've now recovered those lost episodes. But because of that, when I renumbered all of it, the, the shows a few years back, we're actually missing quite a few shows, but we're still going to be celebrating our 200 show that's coming up quite soon. So, um, I've been trying to think of, of what we can do. I've not really come to any firm decisions other than trying to make sure everybody's on it, even Boniface. Um, but if, if the listeners have got anything you'd like to, uh, for us to do on that show, whether it's, um, I don't know, try and find some old clips, whether it's, uh, get a guest on, uh, you know, or, or you know, just, or, or like we could have like a question, uh, an answer episode. I don't know, but if anybody's got any ideas of what they'd like to see us to do for our 200 episode, which is really easy for me to say, uh, then please contact us using the usual uh, methods. Um, so that's almost it. Just one final thing. Um, we announced this week, we have a Patreon page, which we've had for 
uh, almost two years now, I think, and very grateful for anyone that's that's ever donated to that because it keeps the lights on. Uh, it keeps us being able to record podcasts, um, and that's it. We don't make we don't make money from it. We don't take money from it. All the money that we get from it goes into the show and paying for our fees um, and, and the occasional bit of software to record. Um, but we are changing things up with the Patreon. That's still going to be going on, uh, but we will be launching a Patreon-only show, um, which is going to be us reviewing films that we've never seen before or that people don't normally talk about. So it's still got a working title at the moment of After Dark at the movies. That could very well change. In fact, it might not even what I call, be what I called it the other day. Um, but that will be launching around Christmas time and we'll be rejigging the Patreon page around then as well. Um, there will be a, a low tier. Um, I can't remember what the lowest tier is at the moment, but we're going to make sure that there's, there's a dollar tier. Um, so I know sometimes with the Patreon tiers, we used to, um, we still do give away things like badges and t-shirts if you pay a certain amount. Um, but because the amount that turns some people off, so we're going to put in a baseline number so if you just want to support the show throw us, uh, throw us a dollar or two um you know it'd be much appreciated and you'll get these shows and they're not going to be released uh, on the network anywhere else they will be exclusive to patreon so if you've ever thought about dipping your toe in and haven't hopefully that will give you uh, an incentive to do so we've also done some patreon only episodes in the past they're still on there um so if you've never been a patron before you'll be able to get access to those episodes as well um so you know what better gift to give to your loved one at christmas than uh, a patreon membership to the after art network exactly yeah. everyone's speechless the gift, the gift that keeps on giving uh, the gift that keeps on gabbing mm-hmm. as well um so so yes so um we wanted to let you know that i won't plug it like that anymore there'll be the usual adverts at the end if you want to uh to do that but uh that's it that's the most professional i've been in a long time so uh, i feel a bit dirty now so uh the only way to cleanse is to cleanse the palate so amanda what are you drinking of course i'm drinking my one true love budweiser <laughs> no regular bud regular one i've proper gone up but like you know since i came back from america is that because of how Bud Light is in America? Is that what's put you off? Or yeah, I feel like it is. Like now, it just seems like super watery to me, and I'm like, no, I'm not feeling this. Want something with a bit of density to it? Yeah, yeah. like I really actually enjoyed. I think it's called Brooklyn Lager. Uh, yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, I really liked that while I was away, but I couldn't. I couldn't really find anything Asda. Yes, yes, Maybe. of course. Other supermarket chains are available, but as is I mean, definitely... yeah, but not if you want Brooklyn. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, that is very true. I think as well, I'm pretty sure. Not that you want to necessarily step into one, uh, because there are superior bar chains as well. But uh, Weatherspoons, I think they sell Brooklyn. Oh, really? Yeah, they certainly used to. It's the first place I ever discovered it um, oh. a good long time ago. But I'm pretty sure that they still sell it uh, in bottles. So, um, yeah, if you ever caught okay. short and you want one, there you go. Um, P-Dubs, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm just on the usual blackcurrant squash for the evening. It's a, it's a good choice. It's, it's, a, it's a classic. 
Um, oh, it's a classic to us. I mean, uh, America don't really do squash. No. Um, Kool-Aid's probably about as close as it gets, and uh, yeah. we know what that's like. Um, Mr. D, what about yourself? Well, as you know, I'm critically ill with um, suspected man flu, so mm. I'm actually on the green tea, but it's green tea, it's lemon-flavoured green tea, so does that make it a lime tea? I'm not quite sure, but... I, it's, I, don't, uh, I don't know. That's a good That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm being we'll... sensible this week. That is, that's that's very good. Um, I I've got to um, as we recall this, I've got to take my daughter to school uh, in the morning because my wife is uh, is away with my son at the moment. So um, I'm being very sensible on cherry Pepsi Max uh, with, with no alcohol added to it at all because I just need to make sure that I I, I don't do this normally. I've I, I've got to do a hair in the morning. Like it's it's every day's worst nightmare. Wow. I, I just, I mean, she, I, I had to do this once before and her hair was a state. I, I thought, oh, this is, ponytail's easy. Ponytails are not easy. No, they are not. Unless you know what to do. Um, so, yeah, so that should be, that should be fun tomorrow. Maybe I'll just give her like a, a back comb or a quiff or something. I feel like if you just that. like let her have her hair down or just put a hairband into accessorize, she'll be fine. Do you know what? The last time <laughs> we got to the school gates... And I bumped into one of the school mums that we know. And I was like, have you seen my daughter's hair? Can you please sort it out? <laughs> <laughs> she had to do it in front of me. It was awful. But it's okay. I'm a man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm expected to do jobs like that, you know, really rubbish. The problem is, is that the jobs I'm supposed to do well, I also do rubbish. So hence me doing podcasts. <laughs> um, right. So uh, we've wasted a, a good uh, 10 minutes of the show on usual waffle from myself so let's go over to the oracle because there's been quite a lot going on of recent times and i and i feel that you're the best person to to lead the way okay let's uh, after you saying that you still felt dirty this will probably make you feel even dirtier um disney have confirmed that the skyliners will not have air conditioning mm. yes yeah. yeah but they will have on board sound <laughs> and they'll, they'll they'll be decorated as well. Are they are they, yes. are they all going to be decorated? Yes. Because I've they seen are. one. I've seen one of the new Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Um, the, the one I'm looking at at the moment has got Pluto on the side of it. New Pluto or traditional? Pluto? Yeah. No new one. Yeah, it's quite because it, there's before we crack onto that too much actually about because I, I i like new mickey mouse anyway like i like the shorts i've watched most of them there's a lot of them i've watched most of them thanks to the kids um but i i actually like the look of new mickey mouse so uh, i've got no problems with that but um on discover dlp the other day me and, and p-dubs did that usual thing of talking about something and then finding out the next day uh, the other side of the story to it um because we were discussing on, on that episode about why there's been this hoo-ha about his 90th birthday. 90 is a big number, granted, but there seems to be so much more around this birthday than I can ever remember before. I mean, you cannot move for Mickey-branded stuff. I, I'm honestly surprised Durex haven't released the range because they seem to be the only <laughs> sector of the supermarket which doesn't seem to have something with Mickey Mouse on at the moment. I feel yeah. <laughs> it's probably the wrong time to say that um but like honestly the branding is everywhere i just can't get my head around it 
Um, so we was discussing it on, on that. Long term, say that as well. Well, that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about pulling out in a minute. Um, <laughs> but we was talking about it on, on uh, Discover DLP, and then I saw a tweet the, the very next day from a friend of mine, uh, Ben, who I think we're going to be doing some stuff with soon. I hope to do some stuff with him soon. Um, he runs a, a dis- disabled, which is a disability. Uh, channel for uh, Disney and disabled people. Very good. Um, and the, the reason for it is because the copyright is coming up in 2024, um, at which point Mickey will go into the public domain. And obviously with that, Minnie Mouse will as well, because everyone has forgotten it's Mickey's not, uh, Minnie's 90th birthday as well at the same time. Um, and so this is why they're going so hard on this new imagery for Mickey Mouse. So that's why we're getting the new attraction. That's why we're getting all the branding for it. That's why uh, Disneyland Paris have started um, for the whole Mickey's 90th birthday thing. They've got new Mickey Mouse and all the merchandise. Um, and that's why. And the, it, it's because of the, the public domain law that they have in America, um, which has already been extended twice. Right. So it's, it's basically not going to happen again unless we see President Eisner uh, in 2020, and then maybe he'll figure something out. But um, or, or President Iger could happen. Um, I'm sure we're going to survive President Trump. So I well, don't know, I worry about it. <laughs> that's another thing. Maybe <laughs> maybe Disney know we're not going to see a hundredth birthday for Mickey yeah. Mouse. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, you know, I, I thought it was just good to bring that up because mm. of, of this new direction they're going with this this uh, the new Mickey Mouse shorts and the new look for Mickey and all this merchandise. Well, that's going to be a huge loss of revenue, isn't it? If uh, if they, they don't get the license and revenue from from Mickey and Minnie. Well, yeah. As far as um, you know, and again, I, I don't know all about how this works, but my understanding is at the moment, uh, you know, if you go into Primark and you buy a Mickey Mouse T-shirt, it's got Disney, uh, you know, logos on the tags and mm. you know, copyright symbols and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so my understanding is in 2024, Primark could just do their own Mickey Mouse t-shirt without Disney being on the tags. Um, the only thing, um, I can think with this is that I'd be, I'd be surprised if we get the things that we're getting at the moment. So if you look at the collaboration with Vans or, um, the collaboration with Levi's or, or any of those kind of companies, mm. they could, uh, by law, unless something else changes in 2024, do those things with that character. But at the, by doing that, that would potentially cause them issues going forward if they wanted to do other collaborations. Right. So, I mean, I don't, you know, I, 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 I don't know, but if I was Disney, if you started doing a line of clothing with Mickey Mouse where Disney didn't have to get paid a penalty, uh, a, a penny for royalties, um, you know, that same company could come back and say, we want to do a, a range of Frozen merchandise. And then Disney might play hardball with them or charge them a much higher price to kind of compensate for the lack of revenue. I don't know how it's going to work, but that's how I see it. I think... Mm-hmm. Fly by nighters will just do whatever they want to do with the character. 
I think any reputable company will probably still try and play nicey nicey with Disney. That's what I think, but I, you know, time will tell. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Anyway, so we're going to sweat on gondolas. Yeah, we are. So that was confirmed today. That, in fact, you can you can see on uh, some of the photos from Destination D that um, they've clearly got windows on them. Um, so they're expecting that the speed that the gondolas are going to go will create enough airflow throughout the the gondolas. I'm not convinced. <laughs> yeah, I, it's going to be interesting. I think. I mean, Florida's pretty warm, you know, all year round. It doesn't really get proper cold periods, does it? Um, and especially in the it, summer, it's going to be a it's going to be a mess. Yeah, I mean, it can be a it can be a bit chilly, but sort of December, January. But you know, what happens even if it's in summer and then there's there's like a stoppage, and you're up there even for like ten, fifteen minutes in a in a full skyliner, getting baked by the Hundred degree Florida sun yeah, wouldn't take long for that to be uncomfortable, especially no. in essentially a magnifying glass. Yeah, yeah. and they, they also confirmed that they will hold sixteen people. Right. So it's not like it's only going to be a few people in there. That's going to be you're going to be packed in like sardines if they're putting sixteen in them. Yeah. So, I mean, do we put do we start a pool now on how long it will be for Disney to? install desk fans into them? I think what they'll do is, you know those, you know those little spray fan balls? <laughs> There'll be like a kiosk at, at each Skyliner entrance selling them for $20. Oh, you're joking, aren't you? There'll be somebody in each gondola. Mm. <laughs> just, just with them like all wrapped around him. Yeah. Or somebody with like a, a cooler box of uh, water. <laughs> $5 a bottle of water. Actually, it's the going price now, isn't it? So they'll have to pay much. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I, I don't know what the foresight is with this. I don't know who's told them that this is the way to go. Um, I, I can see it changing. I reckon give it a couple of months. Yeah. To, I mean, they're obviously if they've announced it, it's not going to have air conditioning or anything like that. It's obviously going to open like that. But give it a few months of guest complaints, and they'll have to think of something. Mm. Yeah, it's a tough one because you know if they're running, I don't know how do you power the air conditioning? Is it solar? Is, you know what I mean? No, I mean you can. It runs on the cable, but it doesn't. Don't know if it's connected to any sort of electrical supply. Although they talked about onboard sound, mm. but maybe that's powered by solar. Don't know. Yeah, I mean they can be powered by solar. I'd imagine. I mean, I mean, I don't know how much power you need to do aircon, but at the very least, they're going to have to put something on, even if it's a, a, a fan of some kind on there. I just can't yeah. see it. I can't see it working like that. I mean, we could be all surprised. Maybe um, the speed they travel at, uh, as Paul says, there's enough breeze that comes through in the in the windows that will make it, you know, not unpleasant, but. Yeah. I mean, I suppose. Look, you know the the um, the boat doesn't have aircon, does it? No, no, no. well, no. That's because I mean, that's because you're outside. 
I suppose. Yeah. But, you know, oh, mm, time will tell. But it's disappointing, I think, is, is the way to describe that, at least initially. A sequel to Frozen may be called Melted. <laughs> and, the, and they might play the theme tune in the gondolas. The heat never bothered me anyway. <laughs> Every gondola has an Olaf that melts as you travel across. <laughs> yeah, just a puddle on the on the floor. Uh, um, was there anything more on that, P-Dubs? No, not really. I think no, that kind of covers the uh, the sweat pools. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Marvel villain. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, just be careful who you get on there with. <laughs> you think of breakdowns. So, where where do you want to go next? Do you want to go well, to the I, big one, or no? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the the Mickey Mouse themed side of things. Um, let's talk about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Mm. Um, it's now been confirmed that it'll be opening in the fall of 2019. Yeah. So we're still uh, a year out, roughly, um, mm. which seems a, a heck of a long time. I was going to say, didn't the great movie ride close in 2017? Yep. So that's that's two years. Yep. And they've not even had to yeah. build a building. No. Wow. Yeah. So there's there's been some small details announced now as well. Um the reasoning behind why they've put it in the, the Chinese theatre, apparently it takes a step back to um, one of the early Mickey shorts um, called Mickey Steps Out from 1931. Um, it's, it's based around that, um, despite the fact that it seems like it's going to be using the new style of animation for it. Um, there will be a new short that will be part of the pre-show called uh, Mickey Mouse in a Perfect Picnic. Um, that's been confirmed now. Um, and it seems like they're, they're using some of the, the stuff that we expected them to, to use black light. Um, apparently a special painting mythology, uh, or methodology even, sorry. Um, that means the trains will appear when they're needed. So you won't be able to see the trains for the bulk of the, the ride. Hmm. It's just a little bit strange. So, so it's kind of the opposite cool. to Southern Real. <laughs> That's a local joke. That's a local joke, sorry, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they've, they've composed a new piece of orchestra for it. A 65-piece orchestra has been used to create the, the music for it. Um, and um, one of the final details is that Goofy is going to be the conductor on the train. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they're um, they're really going into this, and and on top of that, I, I don't know whether any of you have seen it. It is now rumored that it's going to be going into Disneyland as well. Yes, uh, in uh, Toontown. Yeah, there is is where that it's not been confirmed or anything yet, but that's that's the big rumor is that it has been developed for both parks now. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm down with that. I, I mean, I think that the the obvious bit of good news than that is Goofy's involvement because I know he's got a ride there but it's not really no um, it's not it's all of 30 seconds yeah, yeah. Um, and I've, anyone gone on it? I've looked at it yes oh, okay. I've been on it yeah 
just I looked at it and that was enough. I thought, yeah, you know, I could probably go on that any any kind of um, traveling fun fair. Um, it was my gut feel about that attraction. Um, but it, he's underused, so I think that's good. You know, Donald's got uh, filler magic, um, so this gives Goofy a bit of a stage. So that's that's good. Um, have they said anything about the actual ride vehicles? What we're expecting to see with that? I honestly, I don't think they're going to be much different. Oh. Other than that they will be themed as a train. Right, okay. So it's probably similar to what we had with the Great Movie Ride. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that the Great Movie Ride was obviously a, a really long ride. I wonder what the expected time for this is going to be. You know, is this going to be the usual kind of, uh, you know, three-minute attraction, or is this going to be uh, a slower more progressive story type thing. It, do, it does seem like there's we're going to go through some different eras of Mickey and, and things like that, and then different different scenes, I think, are being done in different ways. Um, as I said, this this new mythology, I can't even say it. It's too late for words like that. <laughs> um, um, seems to be that they're, they're kind of using different things in different scenes to make them look different. Right. Um, so is, there's there's talk that there'll be a steamboat willy scene in there. Um, so we might get some black and white stuff in there and, and things like that. So I think it's going to be kind of different scenes, different styles. So I think we probably will get quite a long ride. Mm. I mean, as we go through the eras. Yeah. I'd I'm excited for it. I think it sounds good. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing is, I mean, you know, Mickey and Minnie aren't underrepresented in the parks, but again, there's no real attraction with them, is there? No. So it's about time. Yeah, I think most people are in agreement that it's not the location they'd have chosen for it, um, but it is what it is. And, you know, it's just good that they're going to have an attraction like that. I wonder if they're going to kind of take inspiration from, has, has everyone seen uh, Get a Horse? Yeah, yeah. That was that was the first of the new shorts, wasn't it? No, no, yeah. wasn't it? No, get... I haven't seen it. You haven't no, seen no, it? No, no, it wasn't. I don't know, but I haven't seen it. So, so get a horse was. Uh, they presented it as a lost Mickey Mouse cartoon, and it started off with you know very original animation of Mickey Mouse. And then they broke through the screen that was projecting it. So mm. it was like you looked like you was watching it at a cinema. And this, they broke through the screen, and so then you got that era of like you know that nineteen twenties, early thirties Mickey Mouse, but in a three D computer generated style. Yeah. Um, as they kind of ran in and out of the of the original film, um, and it was really good in three D as well. That it, mm. it was in front of Frozen. Um, it was what made us buy a 3D TV, as sad as that is. We've been on the fence about it, and of course that was a good investment, because uh, that really took off. At least I've got a load of films to watch, I suppose. Um, but that was the first time that I'd seen that kind of traditional animation, um, that, and that style of animation used into a more modern format. So I wonder if they'll try and do something similar to this ride, especially if, if uh, you know, like Paul said, that it starts off with, uh, you know, one of the early shorts and it goes on. I've got to be honest, I've never heard of that short. 
What was it called? Stepping out. Yeah. I don't. I don't recall it. I don't recall it. But there's, there's so many Mickey Mouse uh, mm. cartoons. I, I know I haven't seen them all, so uh, I might have to go on Disney Life after this and, and see if it's on there. But it's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. glad. I'm surprised it's taken as long as it is, and I can't believe they're opening up at the same time as Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Although maybe um, they're hoping it will kind of divert the, the crowd a little bit. I don't know. That might be well, well, why they're doing it is mm. that it will it will take people because they're going to see that first. Yeah. So yes. You'd hope that people might go, oh, let's go and do that first. That's new, mm-hmm. and then we'll go to. Galaxy's Edge later. Yeah, they're saying they're saying fall, aren't they? Whereas it's late fall for Galaxy's Edge, so we I'm hoping that someone's pointed out that the new advertisement for Galaxy's Edge actually only says fall now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Simon points okay. it out. It's um, yeah, it's it's mm. not saying late anymore. Well, I mean, it, whether that means the date has changed, who knows? I, but yeah. I don't think it has. I think that's trying to entice people to book earlier. Yeah. Without knowing. We booked our flights today, so... It's getting Mm -hmm. closer. I know, I know. 400 quid. Oh, that's good. BA, Gatwick, direct. Very good, very good. £400 and 26 pence, to be precise. Somebody on a a Facebook group I'm on, it's um, the Facebook group, I'll give you a plug, it's called It's Orlando Time. And um, somebody put on there that they had gone into their travel agents just to see, they're going in January, and one in the travel agents just to see how much it would cost to upgrade from economy to premium. Mm. And they got quoted £12.50 per person. So she went, yes, please. So she did that. I mean, I've got no idea how much she paid for the original flight. So it could be that she paid (laughs) over the odds for the flights originally. Who knows? Um, And so somebody commented... What um what's the difference between uh, premium uh, economy and premium? And I replied back, apparently twelve pound fifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not normally got, though. And I got twenty five likes on Facebook, so <laughs> that was my day made yesterday. What a sad life I lead. Um, P Dubs. Yes. Is there anything more before the biggie? Well, there's still a few few more bets. Knock them out. Um, Come out. I, I'd say the best will last. Yeah, sticking with Hollywood Studios and Mickey Mouse, really. Um, we're talking a new fireworks show in Hollywood Studios. Um, the Wonderful World of Animation will begin in May 2019, um, celebrating the 90-year history of Disney animation, starting with Mickey Mouse and obviously going through all the years. This is actually to celebrate the, the park's 30th anniversary. Um they're launching this. Um, so that'll be replacing, obviously, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bam, um, and the Star Wars fireworks. Yeah, but something about of, that. Yeah, it seems a bit strange. You launch the new Star Wars area and you get rid of the fireworks. Well, mm. unless they're going to do fireworks in the Star Wars area. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, unless this thing's going to be on for a limited period and then they, when they open Galaxy's Edge, they bring like a the fireworks show back and maybe even maybe even tweak it a bit mm. for uh, you know for whatever uh, episode nine or whatever it is maybe oh yeah that's next christmas isn't it yeah mm. 
So have they um, have they given any kind of indication as to uh, what might be contained in this uh, celebration? No, they um, they posted a picture. Um, let me just find it, um, which includes all the the characters you'd expect, um, all the the new animation films that have come out this year. So, um, Incredibles two are included on it. Um, Ralph Breaks the Internet is is there, and then some of the usual ones that you'd expect, uh, Princesses, Snow White, Cinderella. Um, they've included uh, Hercules in there as well. Um, Moana, there's a there's a picture of Moana there. Uh, Baymax and Hero are included, um, and Zootopia and Coco. Uh. So kind of kind of the the new ones, the new big hits and, and some of the old. So I'm assuming we're just going to kind of get a, a history of Disney animation. Correct. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing that. It's a, be interesting to see Hollywood studios get a fireworks and projection show that isn't based around one subject which seems to have been what they've had so far. Mm. Yeah, they do seem to have had that particular kind of uh, theme. Um, you mentioned there as well that this is, uh, they're saying that this kind of ties into the 30th year of the park. Yep. So that means, uh, I think it was June, wasn't it? It was like the 1st of June or something that the park opened. Yep. Um, so did you, have you heard anything about the rumours of a name change? There's been nothing for a while. Um, Bob Iberger has, on multiple occasions, said they're not doing anything with the name. Um, I actually don't think they need to now. I, I still think it's it's fine as it is. I know it's not a working studio, um, but neither's Paris. And they're, they're not looking at changing the name at the moment from, from anything I can tell. So I don't think there's a need to change it. Uh, I think it just confused people. People still call it MGM anyway now. Yeah. Hmm. So changing it again is not going to make much difference. Does anyone know why it was MGM Studios? Because there was only one attraction that I can think of that had anything to do with MGM in it. I believe it was just a sponsorship deal that they made a deal with them. That's so weird, though. Because Paris was meant to be that as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I remember. Um, I, I've been watching that footage again recently where they talk about it, but it just seems odd. Like, when Universal opened up, maybe that's why it's a film studio name, but, you know, when Universal first opened its doors, most of the attractions in there were based around Universal properties. So I would have understood it if their their plans were to have all of these rides, you know, themed to MGM films. But the great movie ride was really it. Yeah. They uh, they, yeah. they had some characters. The characters were the big thing. Um, yeah. So they had the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were there for a while. Um, and uh, there's one picture of the, from the launch day that's got like loads of really random characters that had nothing to do with Disney. Yeah, like it was like um, classic actors, wasn't it? And actresses. Yeah. They used to have walking around the park. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that that was the big takeaway from the from the deal was that they had 
walk around characters based on MGM mm. films. <clears throat> so no name change that has been announced so far. No. Mm. No. Interesting. Now, do we want to stick with Hollywood Studios and do the big one? Nah. And move on to the little ones, or shall I move nah. somewhere else? Carry on, carry on the little ones. Right, let's let's move to Epcot. Um, oh, that sounds pleasing. <laughs> so let's go, and this is something me and Nick talked about on Discover DLP the other night. Um, we finally have the name for the Ratatouille attraction. Um, they've not strayed far away from from the Paris version, other than obviously it's in English, and they've stripped out a few of the words out of it. Um, but Ratatouille will be known as Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Um, okay. They've not announced any opening dates or anything for it yet, um, but they're quite a way on, I believe. Um, Amanda, you'll probably be able to tell us more because you've been to Epcot more recently. About what? About the Ratatouille building. I didn't see anything about it. Like, there was literally nothing. You can't miss it. It's a huge, great big building. No. I feel like I didn't see it. I think I think Amanda just proved you wrong. <laughs> like, or Amanda had had too much drink. Well, there is that as well. Amanda, there was I also... the Guardians building. I was going to say, there's a, big, there's a big building elsewhere in Epcot as well that you might have seen. And maybe that distracted me. I don't know, but I definitely didn't see anything Ratatouille. Well, it's in the, it's in the Paris Pavilion. Oh, sorry, Paris Pavilion. The, the French Pavilion. I mean, to be fair, I didn't go, like, deep into the France Pavilion. Like, we just went to the food and wine booth to get James's escort go. To go. And that's it. To go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just blind. I don't know. (laughs) That wasn't the only announcement for the the French Pavilion either. They are actually getting a new show. Um, And whether this means the end of the one in in Hollywood studios, but they are getting a beauty and the beast sing-along show in the French pavilion. Mm. Yes. That's like all my dreams have come true. Honestly, I love the frozen sing-along show and I love beauty and the beast way more than I love frozen. So I'm so excited. The question that we had, when we kind of talked about it the other day is, is it going to be animated or is it going to be based on the live action? Are they going to auto tune the audience or? I didn't even think about that bit. I just automatically assumed animated. Well, I mean, nearly everything they do is to do the animated stuff, isn't it? Like they, even with the live action things, they didn't change the look of the Mad Hatter in the park, and they didn't change the look of uh, you know the Jungle Book characters. They're all based still on the the animated versions, so it's, it's probably not. You know, it probably is going to be based on the the, the version that you prefer, Amanda. But um, you know, I just I just thought you know maybe they they might not. Maybe they'll go for the the newer looks. But I I, I don't think they will. God's sake! <laughs> hmm. That's good. If it sticks to the anime, that's what you want, Amanda, isn't it? I know, but then I'm feeling like I don't think they're going to. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it makes sense that they would, but thinking about it, they're really not going to, are they? 
You're talking about a company that's just decided, you know, in, in one of the hottest places on earth, they're not going to put air conditioning onto transportation. Well, right. I've been thinking about this, like, while you guys were just talking then, and I was thinking, does the monorail have air conditioning? Because I've never noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah, the reason the reason you don't get them on around and go. <laughs> bloody hell, this is hot. Is because of that <laughs> because it's air conditioned. Um, I honestly don't feel like I've ever noticed it. I'm usually just hanging on for dear life so I don't fall out. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that's actually how I know there's air conditioning on it because I read one story about the door falling off the other day, and someone had actually said it might have even been Craig. It was, I think, I think it was, yeah. it was Craig who said they were on a monorail and someone was having to hold up the air conditioning unit from falling on them. So that's how I know there's air conditioning on them. I had a ventilation door fall on me on a train, but it, it definitely wasn't air conditioning. But it still wasn't very pleasant. Anyway, this isn't trains after dark, so I'll leave that story right there. Uh, moving on to the, the next Epcot story, and it's another one that me and um, me and Nick spoke about the other day, um, and that is the change to Canada's Circle Vision film. Um, it's getting a reboot as such. We were, we were talking about how sad we are that Martin Short seems to be disappearing from all Disney parks. It's like Thanos has clicked his fingers. And Mars and Schultz the only one. Watch out, Chevy Chase. Oh, he hears that a lot, Steve, actually. Steve Martin will be next. Yeah, true. Um, but no real details on that other than, than it's changing. Uh, hopefully it's not going to change too much because that's actually possibly my favourite film in Epcot. Maybe it'll be uh, a 10-minute film about weed. <laughs> Kevin Smith presenting. Yeah. And it's just, it's just Kevin Smith stoned out of his head talking about why weed's great and why Canada's <laughs> great for allowing weed to be sold everywhere. Like his podcast, then. Pretty much. Yeah. That's not going to change much, is it, for him? No. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that, that was just a, a little snippet. They didn't give any details on it, so we'll just have to keep our eye on that. And then, then the big one for Epcot... Um, we all know that Illuminations was confirmed that it was it was going away. Um, it's now confirmed we're actually getting two shows. Um, one for a limited time in 2019, known as Epcot Forever. Um, well, hang on a second. They're calling it Epcot Forever, but it's for a limited time only. Yeah. It's an oxymoron. Yep. Hashtag not forever. <laughs> yeah, just, that's just for 2019. <laughs> um, that will then be replaced again by a celebration of Disney music. They're being really imaginative with these names. I mean, I'm not, I've never been a massive fan of, of Illuminations. I know it's beloved and I don't begrudge anyone for feeling upset that it's going away. Um, I, I just don't feel the same as I did when I heard Wishes was going. But Wishes! Wishes! But it does sound like they've really ham-fisted this. I thought the reason they were getting rid of Illuminations is because they'd come up with this really fantastic idea that was going to be the next, you know, long-running show. 
It yeah. just seems to be that they've realised, they've announced they're replacing it and haven't actually thought about what they're doing. That's what it sounds like to me. They certainly haven't thought of the names, have they? No. No. So. That department needs firing. I mean, after Ratatouille the ride. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I don't think it's taken to think of that. <sighs> yeah. Again, no no re- real details. Obviously, we know when Illuminations is going away. Um, still quite a while before that goes. Um, but yeah, Epcot Forever will start more or less straight after Illuminations has finished next fall. Um, apparently, it's going to feature classic Epcot tunes. Tunes! Wow. Um, but yeah, then then the new one, the celebration of Disney music, seems like it's just going to be another version of the one that went in Animal Kingdom. Oh, God. With some floating boats going around. Oh, God. <laughs> With screens on. <laughs> Did they not learn anything? Uh, so it says the celebration of Disney music will debut in 2020 and will celebrate how Disney music inspires people around the world and will feature massive floating set pieces, custom-built LED panels, choreographed moving fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, and lasers. Mm. Well, yeah, we're we're all wowed. Yeah, I mean, Amanda's speechless. Uh, you know, I'm I'm almost on the floor. Honestly, I accidentally put myself on me so I couldn't get myself back off right. And I was like, I'm just going to let you guys go ahead. <laughs> I only said that because I could see you was on mute. Uh, <laughs> just that panic. Ah, oh, ah, oh, he's saying something about me. I was like, I can't get myself off. <laughs> well, uh, it's a good job Craig's not here. Um, so that's that. Oh, God. Oh, for God's sake. No, I'm sorry. I'm still. I'm still thinking about you know Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse Robert Yeah. <laughs> um, that you said that you said that was like the big news for Epcot. I thought there was you know a bigger piece of news than that. What the Epcot? The Guardians. They've they've announced more details about the Guardians attraction, and they've shown footage of the cars. Yeah, it yeah. looks like a roller coaster. Well, do you know, do you know what it looked like when I when I saw it? And now they're talking about this is going to be, you know, a one-of-a-kind experience. You know, you've never done anything like it before. It's going to be interactive and all this kind of stuff. To me, it looked like a cross between Toy Story Mania and Crush's Coaster. Yeah. Now, no disrespect, and I know how you feel about Crush's Coaster, but (laughs) that attraction opened up in 2007. So we're talking about, you know, ride tech, and it is a variation on that from, from the footage they showed, um, yeah. that, that's like 11 years old at this point, which doesn't seem that innovative. Now, I think what's different with how it sounds to me and the reason for it turning is that you're going to be seeing screens. Yeah. Or you're going to be seeing objects or whatever. It's going to be screens. Let's, let's not pretend it's not going to be objects, it's going to be screens. Um, but... Um, you know, so it'll be a bit more interesting. So it's what your problem, they've addressed the problem you had to crush his coaster. Yeah. I think. The lack of statement, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like that's what they've done. They've, they've looked at crush his coaster, gone, that could have been a really good ride, and now they're doing something with it. But I was a bit surprised that that's what they were going with. Yeah. 
All we can say is that that building is humongous, so the ride is going to be fairly long, I would imagine. I mean, the testicles uh, look quite quick. Yeah. But I reckon it's going to be like a ride that has fast sections and then sections where like you'll be slowly moving. Yeah. As well. That, that's what I, I, I think. Because like you say, it's, it's going to be quite a long ride. It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Obviously, being a Marvel fan, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And they're um, still saying it's going to be Guardians as well. Yeah, that that's a little bit of of rumor today that um, it's possibly we're not going to get a third film, and that Groot and Rocket are going to get their own spin-off show. Well, I did see that. I didn't know it was going to be a case of that was happening and not a third film. Yeah, it seems like that's the way way they're possibly thinking. Well, it's probably easy for them to do. I mean, they've already got I don't know if you've, if you've seen them, but they've got some Rocket and Groot shorts. Yeah. Uh, which I think are now on, on Disney Life and have been shown on the Disney Channel, so that's where I saw them. Um, so they've obviously been toying with doing something with those characters separately anyway. Um, and I'd I'd be all for it. And to be honest, considering they're they're the voice actors, Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper have both been very unvocal about the whole debacle. Yeah. Um, and even if they were, it's not going to cost them very much to replace them. No, exactly. They and they've had obviously they've had other people play them in the the animated stuff. So it's not like they haven't already got people that could possibly come in and do it. Mm, well, see, I, I, I take I take offence at that because the people they have got doing those animated versions are pretty awful, <laughs> if I'm honest. But I know what you're saying. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you wouldn't know that Rocket Raccoon is voiced by Bradley Cooper. You know that because his name's in the credits. Yeah. It doesn't sound like Bradley Cooper, so therefore no. you could get someone else to do it. And Groot is Groot. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure anyone could do uh, a, a reasonable attempt at a great impression. And so. again, it depends on what age he is as well. Because mm. you could quite easily get someone younger to come in and play teenage group. Uh, let's be honest, he's recorded War Lines already, hasn't he? Probably, yeah. Four, four different versions. You know, he's yeah. done adult group, baby group, and teenage group. Yeah. He's done the three stages of a tree. Um, I'm sure they can just use the same recordings. Yeah. Um, not like they vary that much. Um, but yeah, that, that, that would be interesting. But they've still got to get over that hurdle. They still haven't filmed the footage for the, for the ride. That so we know of. No one's come out and said that they have. But no I'm, one's come out and said they haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's also true. We have no idea what they've been filming while they've been doing Avengers. Do you think they could really cheap out and use the same footage from... Uh, the uh, mission breakout. They could do, I suppose, but it depends on what the storyline is going to be. If they're using the same storyline, then yeah. I, just, I hadn't even thought about that. No, yeah, they could well use because it doesn't. It doesn't tie you into being on like an elevator ride at all. No, because I suppose although you see different scenes. It, you could you could twist it so it's not that you're going up and down. You're just going yeah. around. Yeah. Mm. And you play the song in between scenes. Yeah. 
But why why wouldn't they reshoot the video though? Why you know for new video for the raid? Well, the the problem at the moment, and again, this is a, this is a speculation that we've been having about this, is that um, because the cast have basically said they don't want to do another Guardians film without James Gunn directing it, yeah, uh, and some of much more vocal than others, like um, Dave Bautista has you know turned around numerous times and says, you know, I want to get out of my Marvel contract because of the way it's been handled. I'm not happy about it. Um, and so the, how, what we understood was that they were going to be filming the footage for the ride when they were making Guardians free, because that Mm -hmm. was supposed to start filming quite soon before this kind of kicked off. So the only time that they've all been together recently has been during any reshoots that they'd have done for, um, Avengers Mm four. So unless they filmed it then, they probably haven't filmed anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought, I thought, given that it's you know limited footage, isn't it? But they filmed so whether... Mission Breakout during Guardians mm-hmm. Volume Two. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense if you can do it like that. Well, yeah, because otherwise you've got to you know hire everyone, mm-hmm. hire a soundstage, hire a crew. You know, if you, if you've already got all that stuff already. And you yeah. can just do it when the other, you know, when the cast aren't shooting together. Yeah. You know, why not? So, I don't know. As as Paul said, we, we don't actually have confirmation that they haven't already filmed it. It's just that we haven't had confirmation that they have. So, mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. But have they, um, have they given us any more of a release date on that yet? Or is that still... No, it's still up in the air. I would assume because they want it for, for Epcot's anniversary, don't they? Yeah. Um, so we're probably looking at 2020 at the earliest. Mm. I can't imagine it's going to be any earlier than that. Fair enough. Okay, well, I think that was all of Epcot. Yeah. Was there anything for Animal Kingdom? Nothing for Animal Kingdom. Um no they're Zootopia still, for Dino Land, or no, not at the moment. They're um, they're still beavering away as to to what's going where over there. I think um, outside of the the big news, there's a couple of hotel announcements. Um, we finally got the name for the DVC uh, building that's going on River Country. Um, actually has taken the name that was rumoured for a while to be the uh, new show in Epcot, um, and that's Reflections. Um, I know it had been rumoured for a while, um, but Disney did actually confirm that um, over the weekend. Uh, that's that's going to be the name of, of the new one in, in Bay Lake. Um, no dates on it or anything. Obviously, they are working on it already. Um, they were working on it before it was even announced. Um, so the 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 water park now has, I believe, gone. Um, what about have... fleshies and amoebas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... but yeah, that looks like that's that's all going ahead now. Um, and we, and we have a name. Uh, the other the other news was that the um, the new building at Coronado Springs. Um, will be taking bookings as of next week um, for when it opens. 
Um, I'm just trying to find the name because they gave the name of it as well. Um, the Grand Destino Tower is the name of the new new building at Coronado Springs. Right. I'm I'm sorry. I've had enough. I've really had enough. I know I've talked about this at various points in this show, but whoever is in charge of naming things at Disney parks and resorts needs to go. I've never heard in one show so many things with so many appalling titles. It's an absolute <laughs> reflections, right? I mean, what two things come to mind when I hear reflections. One is a mirror. The second is Diana Ross and Supremes, right? Otherwise, I don't care. If that, unless that building resembles a 70s disco ball, change the name. It's awful. And what was the other one? Grand Desperado? What? <laughs> Grand Destino. Jesus, like, isn't that, isn't that the hotel that the two characters on bottom open in that film? It's awful. There is, a, there is a Disney connection. Does anybody know what the Disney connection is? Where Destino comes from in relation to Walt Disney? Here's a trivia question for you. Oh, hang on. Is, is it the, um, is it the, the uh, short that Walt worked on with Darley? Exactly. Why, I, why do I know that? Because you're a genius. I'm an idiot. Mm, that's right. You can see it on YouTube, actually. You've got the full, the full thing on YouTube. It's worth a watch. Absolutely. Yeah, I think... Quite sure. I think it, I think it was part of um, Fantasia 2000. It, yes. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, and it was lost. Was it actually part of Fantasia or was it going to be part of Fantasia? No, it, I think it was, I think it was post Fantasia, oh, but I think it was supposed to be like a, yeah. a, a new kind of, you know, like a follow-up project that never yeah. came off. And that's why they restored it for uh, Fantasia 2000. But... Uh, for Fantasia 2000, right. Okay. Yeah. Cause it was made in the 1940s, I think. Yeah. It was, and, it, was yeah. it was long, as you say, like long lost. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, I can kind of get that. At least it's got a connection. It's got a, um, I guess a Latin Disney connection. Hey, it's, I've been watching the videos on that because that's where we're staying next year. It's a huge tower, massive. Yeah, five hundred and forty-five rooms, mm-hmm. including fifty suites. Yeah, Reese's Almond Joy M and M's. That's free. Um, I'm sorry, they just need to sack that person. I, I, I like you know that that's fine. It's got a Disney connection. That doesn't mean. I mean, by that by that reasoning, they could have named it like Baymax Tower <laughs> because that's got a Disney connection. Like, I, just just because something's got a connection doesn't mean it it, it works. Oh, just just awful. Reflections. It'd be interesting to see if the decor is uh, is reflects the movie, the film. <laughs> well, th- see, and again, if that's the case, you know, if if they've legitimately done that and gone. You know, we we chose this name because, you know, the style of that film has inspired this result. I'll take it back. But I bet someone's just hit a random name generator. Mm-hmm. I don't think any, you know, I, I hope people are that smart, but I bet they aren't. I bet they've just, just picked a name and it's just like coincidental. Yeah. 
but it'd be nice if they if they did. Um, and like I said, I'll also take it back if if Reflections turns out to be a giant uh, disco ball. Then it'll be worth the uh, the name. Worthy of it. Um, right, I'm getting too angry. Um, so PWG better talk about the big news. So let's head back to Hollywood Studios then. Uh, and the confirmation of the attractions in um, Star Wars Land in Galaxy's Edge. Um, we finally have the names. Again, not particularly difficult names to have come up with. Um, I might actually get a little bit angry with those um, <laughs> because I think they're a bit ridiculous. Um, the inclusion of certain things in them, I think, is a, is a bit ridiculous. Um, so the first one is Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Do we really need to know that it's Star Wars? Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, you know, we had Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Did we really need to... No, but that's the title of a film when it... Yeah, and this is a when it's in, in a, a land, land. Yeah. <laughs> that's named after it as well. True. Um, that's the the first attraction that um, you're dropped in uh, amongst the, the battle between the Resistance and the First Order. Um, a confirmed appearance of Kylo Ren has been made, um, so we will see... Kylo Ren, whether it will be maskless, shirtless, or or what, I don't know. Um, they've not confirmed that. They've not confirmed which version of Adam Driver we're getting. Um, and the second one is just as annoying. Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. Do we need to know that it's the Millennium Falcon? You mean considering that you're going to be walking into the Millennium <laughs> Falcon right. to do it? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It just seems like, why do we need this extra name on the front of Either of them. I tell you, you know, you know what? I know why. I know why. Merchandise. Copyright laws. No, not even that. <laughs> because the thing is, if you've got a T-shirt that says uh, Smuggler's Run that you bought from, you know, the Galactic Outpost or whatever, um, and, and you wear that outside of a Disney park, no one's going to really know what that is. But if it says Millennium Falcon... Yeah, but just Star do what they, what they do with all the other ones. Just put Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on the sleeve. True. True. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be on the name of the attraction. But let's be honest. I mean, I, I don't think Star Wars as a uh, as a brand is particularly well known for its... Um, uh, they're, they're quite in your face in their designs when they design products. But there's none, you know, none of their t-shirts are a bit quiet in what they actually are. Yeah. They're quite hidden. Like it's very in your face. You know, there's always, you know, if it's not star, you know, it hasn't got big Star Wars logo on it. It's got a big picture of Darth Vader or something. Like you know, you can't get away with wearing a t-shirt which may or may not have something to do with Star Wars. You're going to know it's Star Wars. They'll plaster it right in front of your face. They're not Just subtle. take a big picture of the Millennium Falcon on the T-shirt, then. True. And then you don't have to put the name on it. Yeah. I just, I'm just not quite sure. How many of us are going to say the full names? We're all going to call it Smugglers Run and Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or you just, you just abbreviate it. Or you usually do. Sure not. 
What is it? Millennium Falcon what? Smuggler's Run. MFSR. Yeah, it doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? No, it doesn't, does it? What's the other one? Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance, yeah. R-O-T-R. <laughs> well, rot- Rotter. Yeah. That one's okay. Johnny Rotter. And the other one was, was Mofo what? <laughs> Rufflecopter. <laughs> um, I mean, the thing is, yeah, the names the names aren't particularly inspiring, but the footage for both of them looks grand. Yeah. Now, they've already announced, haven't they, the Millennium Falcon one, you're going to be, you're going to have a role to play. Yeah. Aren't you? It sounds a little mission space to me. Yeah. Yeah, but they have actually said that it'll be good. If if you if you crash the Millennium Falcon, you've crashed the Millennium Falcon. Ooh. Whereas with Mission Space, if you fuck it up, you fuck it up. It doesn't do anything to the story. No. No, that's that's very true. So yeah. you could literally with this whole big storyline that you can be involved in, if you if you crash the Millennium Falcon, people will know that you've crashed it. Oh, is yeah. that it? Right over? Everybody's out? No, they they literally, if you go out into to the outpost and you meet some of the characters, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to read your magic band that you fucked up. And they're, gonna, they're literally going to tell you, we know that you crashed the Millennium Falcon. And they'll make you walk naked around the streets while somebody rings a bell and shouts out, Shane. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, I'm liking the the whole overarching story thing, despite the fact that I'm never going to be able to afford to stay in the hotel. Yeah, that's all right. You know, if, if we suddenly do uh, make millions on Patreon now that we've, we've put in a new Disaster Dark show on there, maybe we'll be able to afford a night there for one of us. Um, it's going to be super, super expensive. Well. We don't know. They, they've not announced pricing yet, have they? No. Oh, they not even give, like, any hints? Yeah, the hint is, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Isn't that... I read somewhere that there's two tiers as well. <laughs> There'll be more than two tiers when you see the pricing. <laughs> yeah, there'll be many tiers. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, there's apparently a VIP experience. Ooh. Mm. Which is just a scary thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling that. I bet um, it's not twelve pound fifty to upgrade to the the upper <laughs> tier than that one. Definitely won't be. Um, what's the um, rise of the resistance? The footage reminded me of the the void experience. Yeah. Have they given any indication what that's going to be yet? No, they they've not really. Other than the fact that you're dropped in the middle of this battle. Um, they've not really given a, a clue as to to what it's going to be. So, I mean, could it could think. it be could it be like the void? Could they do? It could well be. I mean, they own the technology now, so yeah. Disney it, bought the company, so it'd be good if they if they did an attraction like that, which was like a taster version of of what they can do, you know, in downtown Disney. Um, because that's just uh, co-branding, and it would be an attraction that's not in any other theme park as well. Yeah. So it honestly wouldn't surprise me. 
I'd, I'd like it. I mean, I, re- I, I said like it was expensive, but I, I thought the Void experience was really, really good fun. And so if that's the route they were going down, I'd be yeah. in for it. Absolutely. Maybe the, the ride vehicle, because they showed the ride vehicle, didn't they, at D23 last year. Mm. Um, but whether that's only a portion of the ride, it could well be that you get on that ride vehicle and then when you get off, it triggers this this story. But even if not, I mean, if it was, you know, if it wasn't a fast moving ride, because we've got no idea the type of ride it's going to be. So if it's quite a slow ride, you could get away with using the Void headsets because where they've implemented it and taken it away has been on these high speed roller coasters, which to me is not a good, you know, people complain about how it makes them feel. If you were doing something that was quite slow moving using that technology, you'd, you'd probably be completely fine. Yeah. So uh, be interesting. Be interesting to see what they do. Having said that, the Voyage has just changed, didn't it, to Wreck-It Ralph? I, yeah. I did want to mention that, actually, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, in in England at the moment, we do not have uh, the Void. Um, they, they shut the Star Wars one back in May um, after moving it once. It was only going to be limited engagements where they were. They were temporary places. Um, they say they're going to be coming back with a permanent location, but there's been no news on that. I think it will happen at some point. I just think they're going to choose wisely. If if I was a betting man, I'd probably guess on the Trocadero once they do that up. Um, would probably be a good location for it. But, uh, yeah, downtown Disney. Sorry, Disney Springs. I'll never get over that. It's my MGM. Um, they've, they've changed it to uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet uh, or, or something themed around it. It's not, it's not yeah. the film, but it's based in that, in that world with those characters. Yeah. I believe it's taken on the name of Ralph Breaks VR. Yes, I think you're right, actually. Um, I, as I said, having done the Star Wars one, I can only imagine this one will be really, really fun. The Star Wars one was superb. If you, if you was a Star Wars fan, it was like you were on the set. You know, it's really good. But I think with uh, Wreck-It Ralph, I think you can have a lot of fun with that world and those characters and, you know, the jokes they can kind of get away with. So... It'll be a completely different experience, but I, I reckon equally as, as fun. Does anybody know how far in advance you can book it? The Voids? In Disney, yeah, in Disney Springs. Um, I, no, I've, I've never tried to I never tried to book it. I know when um, when I booked it in London, when they announced it in London, you could book it for yeah. the entire time it was open. So, yeah. um, you know, that was, I think, a, a three or four month engagement. So mm-hmm. it could be a similar time frame in America. You might be able to book it three or four months in advance. You might be able to book it now. Mm. Uh, be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to try it. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely worth it. Absolutely. Um, I was quite gutted that they, when they announced this uh, Ralph Breaks VR uh, the other day, that that didn't come with an announcement of where it was going to be in, in England. But uh, maybe one day, maybe yeah. one day. Uh, was was that it for Destination D? Yeah, more or less. The the only other Star Wars announcement was that that John Williams has returned. Um, yes. He is going to compose the the soundtrack um, to uh, Galaxy's Edge. Um, I'm excited about that. It, and the the clip they released, obviously they they released a clip of the soundtrack, but they also did a flyover of of the land. Um, 
and it just I said to to Nick at the time that literally I don't care how long the queues are for the rides I could quite happily just go and sit in the land and listen to to the score oh same I'll do that a lot I guess when all my friends want to go on the Star Wars stuff and I'm like eh I was going to say you're not going in those attractions (laughs) I'll just fail outside and listen to John Williams it's fine yeah excellent well uh, I think that about wraps it up for this episode um so you know, I, I hope you found it informative. I hope you've not got too upset with uh, me getting upset about the names of things. Um, <laughs> apologies. Actually, no, I'm not apologising. They're stupid names. I don't care. Um, but thank you, dear listener, for joining us. Thank you to all my wonderful co-hosts. Um, I love you to pieces. And uh, we'll oh. see you. I know I'm getting quite emotional. <laughs> Oh, you're going to But yeah, we will see you for another Disaster Dark very soon. Bye. Destino Reflections forever. <laughs> Whoopee! <laughs> Enjoy your pizza. Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, oh, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? Well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode, we hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for your continued support. Podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast.